When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at Labbrooks.com. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. I'm joined by Psychic Josh Landy, literally sitting next to me. Like As to, always, Boyd. I like to use the word literally in the first couple of sentences just to please some of the, our yes. uh, fans, I think you call it, who say I use the word literally too much, which I do. I admit that's absolutely true. And we are joined by Gilad Kestenbaum. Evening all. Who was here a couple of years ago, making a welcome return. Great to be back. And we're supposed to be joined by Ollie Chessis, but he's not here yet. Running a little bit. And late, we thought, I'd like to be transparent on the podcast. Yes. We started without him. Um, there's three of us, but really there's so much to discuss. Go on. Before he gets here, I just wanted to bring something up, oh, actually, okay. which isn't about Chelsea. I know everyone's going to think we're going to talk about Chelsea and Diego Costa and Gabriel. Well, we are. And Cazorla, but there's a bigger issue, which uh, was a campaign I launched on Twitter yesterday. I think I did oh, include yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. in this at one point. Yeah. Don't know if you saw this. This isn't much. the campaign, by the way, to make sure that Mike Dean never referees an Arsenal game again, which is one of the more preposterous no. things I've ever seen recently. If anyone is wasting their time on that, yeah. just have a deep, hard People look People are wasting their time on it. So 69,000 um, signatures I saw in that yeah, it not. Twitter. It does. It just shows you can get idiots to sign a thing about anything, can't you, these days? Anyway, your, your more important campaign. Yeah, more important. So my parents are moving house after, after 28 years, so I've been clearing out my old bedroom. And I found my junior gunner's folder from when I was about you know, seven years old up to, I don't know, 13 or 14, whatever it was. And you used to get a birthday card every year and you'd get a photo of, of the players, I think, signed by your favourite player. You used to be able to choose. And inside, they'd give you a three-pound voucher that nice. you could spend at the store. It's very generous, I have to say. Yeah. Well, I think three pounds, to be fair, when you're nine or ten, is 
is a significant what year sum was, of money. would that have been then? So this is 1997 that I found the 1997, card. you're a junior girl. I was a grown adult gunner being depressed so look, by whatever I've got it here, boys. You can yeah. see it again. So it says to Joshua from all your friends at Highbury, and you can see all the players' signatures, like all the you know important players from the time. And it says, Junior Gunner's birthday voucher, £3. So the problem is I got really excited. I was like, brilliant. You know, mm. there's an opportunity to spend £3 in the club shop now. And then I also found the one from 1999. So I thought, I've got £6. But if you look carefully, there's three conditions of use. One of which is this voucher must be used within 12 months of the date of, of issue above. Yeah. Well, I think it's ridiculous. If you've given someone, like, money, it's effectively money... I, I can still use the same £3 coins that I could use in Nigeria. Josh, all, all tokens are, have a limited time. It's effectively a gift token, isn't it? They're, they're, I mean, it's, it's perfectly normal behaviour. What I would say is, the only thing I would say is, now that Arsenal have got £200 million in the bank, yeah. I think it would be a nice gesture, as I said on Twitter yesterday, to give you, let you spend the money, however, however I mean, you see fit. They, because it says you can spend it in either the gunner shop the yeah. North Bank shop, if you remember that. Do you remember that? Yeah, that shop doesn't exist. So Arsenal World of Sport or Arsenal Mail Order. So they could argue not, none of these things exist anymore. Does, I haven't been past that bit of finish, but does Arsenal World of Sport still exist? It doesn't exist uh, anymore. And the club shop also, £6 in the club shop probably won't buy you much nowadays. No, it'll buy so. you a badge, yeah. maybe, if you're lucky. Yeah, or, a pencil, or a birthday or card a that I could give. Get I your gunner. There, just to be clear, there is still the big shop by Finsbury Park Station for anyone to go and look. Is there? there is still the big Arsenal there store is, there. There is, but I'm not sure. I don't know what it's called these days. Is it not called Arsenal World of Sport? It's definitely open. Is it? I'll tell you oh, what, Josh. Different, you know, in your chauffeur-driven car that you get to pull up outside Highbury House, wherever it drops you off, you don't see this with the rest of us. There is a shop. Um, I used to go in there every single, before every match. I loved it so much in there. It was brilliant. Did you buy anything or just to look around? Sometimes. And I'd look around and um, cause I always used to come that, from that direction. Now I come from another direction. So I haven't been past that bit of Finjury Park for, for literally about 10 years. It's great. To be fair, the, the new Arsenal shop, the Armoury, is brilliant. It's, oh, yeah. it's big, no, it's like, airy. It's big. So I was in Chelsea's on Saturday, and it's, it's so small. I oh, wasn't so you buying went to the anything. Match? I was at the match, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I was at the match. But I was with a Chelsea fan before the game, and he wanted to get something in the shop. And it's, um, you know, it it's small, and it's hideous. And it's is, it small and, is it small and rancid and offensive like Diego Costa? He's not small, is he? How tall is Diego Costa, actually? He's not that tall, though, is he? He's kind uh, of, like, short than you think. Oh, look at that. Disgusting, look disgusting, disgusting. So man. anyway, yeah, we've got to talk about enough, enough Sorry, nonsense. No, but anyway, just oh, say, yeah, all right. if you can join my campaign to yeah. allow me to spend my £6, pounds, yeah. just if you can include Mark Ganella, who's one of the guys from the communications team at Arsenal, okay. I feel we could he could bow to the support of pressure. But more importantly... Well, arguably. More importantly, we have to discuss the extraordinary events that took place, I consider to be... There's an update from Oli, he's just, he's oh, just yeah. off the train. Oh, that's, that's how right. transparent we that's are. really late. Really late. He said he was here. Can unacceptable behaviour. unacceptable behaviour. I'll have a word with him. Yeah. Who needs him? We've got uh, enough to discuss with the three of us, which is um, the extraordinary depressing, I found, genuinely annoying, in unjust, just infuriating events of Saturday. Um, so we took all, all the different elements of it, you know, and I want to get on to like, like what we think of Costa, what we think of our players, what we think of Gabriel, what we think of Koscielny, what we think of Wenger's comments. Today, the latest update, so we're recording this Monday night, by the way, which is an earlier than usual due to Jewish events that are happening this week. And um, it's an all-Jewish podcast today, by the way. I like people like to know those things, but it is. And um, uh, so we've got to talk about that. But today, everyone's been charged. So uh, the good thing is Diego Costa's been charged for whatever, violent conduct? Yeah, violent conduct. Violent conduct. Um, our players have been charged. Uh, Gabriel's been charged with whatever it is, leave, not leaving the pitch properly, <laughs> whatever the technical term is. Arsenal have been charged, and, and Chelsea are not controlling their players. So it's a whole thing. And, and, and Arsenal have appealed. We've appealed, yeah. We've appealed um, for the sending off of Gabriel for whatever, I don't know on what thin 
uh, thin reason. Wenger may have given the game away by admitting that Gabriel did he deserve did. to be sent off. And did now, that's interesting you put those words because did he actually say that or did he actually say I'm not? He, he did. He didn't. He did wrong. He did a stupid. He said he was stupid or something. Like that. Did he? he didn't actually say he should have been sent off though. A slight, I don't know, maybe a slight... He hinted it, hinted which it, for yeah. Wenger is quite a lot. Yeah, I agree it's weird that we're trying to appeal that, though. I think that's bizarre. Um, and think... talk about the Mike Dean. So the whole... But let's, so my first question is, to you, Gilad, what was your general feeling? Whose fault was it? Should... Like, is it entirely Costa and Mike Dean's fault? Do we bear... Do our players bear the, bear the blame for going out to nine men, ten men, and nine men? What's your general feeling about the whole situation? My general feeling is, firstly, Diego Costa is a horrible, horrible man who, uh, when you look at other teams, you sometimes think, oh, I would love to have their star player on on your team. However, Costa is a man that I think even Chelsea fans hate. I know they're singing his name. Oh, I that's true. Yeah, but I'm saying if if you're a real football man, the guy is a scumbag, let's be honest. (laughs) He's a complete twat. And he's he's not even playing that well, to be fair. So I, I have to say that I think that Koscielny did very well not to react to the two punches. That's a start. Um... I think Gabriel was very... Punches? Punches? Hold on. Punches. Were they? Slaps? Yeah. A Scrapples? Slap. A slap, but in, in, today's, in today's game, that is a red card. He's raised his hand. He's, he's raised, his, he's raised hand. his hand. And I think that Gabriel was stupid. You could see what Costa was trying to do. Um, it was very naive. Mm. Um, you wouldn't expect him to do it. I would have thought that the ref could have, uh, could have just carried on and yellow cards for both. But it, yeah. it was stupid. Costa definitely deserved a red card, 100%. Um, and I think that Gabriel also deserved a red card for that. You kick out, you're going to get sent off if the referee sees it. And you could see Costa laughing in the corner as he got sent off. One of the great things, just b- being there amongst the fans, that really pissed me off even more, o- already it's absurd we're down to 10 men as, as a result of our own actions. Some of the Arsenal fans were clapping Gabriel as he went off the pitch. Yeah. I just can't deal with this. I, I hate this concept that we should applaud players for getting sent off. I, in very rare circumstances, maybe if you're unlucky, you're winning, it's couple of minutes to go, someone takes one for the team and knows he's going to be suspended. That's a different sort of sending off to someone who's flicked out a leg and trod on someone's toes. To, that's, I mean, we might not have taken anything from the game anyway, but at the time it's nil-nil, I think we were mm. looking okay for a point. He's completely let his fan, the fans down, completely let his team down. I can't believe yeah. there people, people are applauding like, him. People, applaud, people like him, liked it because um, they thought like, he was coming to the defence of Koscielny, didn't they? And like, you know, he was standing up to... This is, this is what the mindset... I'm not excusing it, I'm just trying to understand what the Interesting idea enough, is. Though, so oh, at least we've got someone who is standing up to him, we've got someone who's being a bit, you know, putting themselves about and stamping and deliberately st- treading on him. Not stamping, it was a tread, wasn't it, really? Um, so I can see, I mean, I know where they're coming from. It feels like, oh, at last we've got... They, you like him as... It's like a cult hero, really, isn't he, Gabriel? It's like, you know, he, he seems like a brilliant defender, A. Yeah. And B, you want someone who's got the personality to kind of do stuff on the pitch that feels like he's putting for the team. But I totally agree with you that in the end, doing that particular thing was stupid and completely responsible for us losing that game. Because who knows? Who knows? how? We, we, you know, I thought it was fairly even. People are saying, a lot of people are saying, by the way, that Chelsea will, by far and away, play better than us. I thought there was a slight, they were slightly playing better than us. I didn't think there was a huge amount in it. I thought, you know, I thought it was, fair, it was a we good game. We were completely in the game. We were totally in the game, put that way, weren't we? Yeah. They it weren't creating loads. We weren't creating no, loads. But yeah, just, but it was, we, we started well. We started well, yeah. and then they, they began to take a foothold, yeah. I thought, of the game. Yeah. Um, uh, you never know what would have happened if 11 v 11, but... You could always see they were going to win that. Let's be honest. Oh, well, there was no way we were going to. There's no we were going to win. But I thought by the time just before the sending off happened at that, at that point, I was thinking actually we could get a draw in this game. I just thought it was quite even. There was like moments when we had a bit of pressure. They had a bit of pressure. I could see it ended up being like a one all or a nil nil type of game. I was, I was that would, which would have been fine for me. But there was no way we were going to win. But I do think the whole 
incident, the, the series of incidents that led to the sending off were just profound. And that made me like, fu- I've rarely been so furious watching it. But what was the atmosphere like there? Was it like, were you in the Chelsea end then? No, no, oh, I was okay. in the Arsenal. Oh, nice so we were down completely could the other you see, end. Of the could, did you have a, oh, okay, so you couldn't see what happened. No, I couldn't see what happened. Even watching it back later when I watched the highlights, I think Koscielny, not, not only, as you mentioned, Gerard, does he do brilliantly not to react to the provocation of having, firstly, two hands in his face and then a swing and a slap in the face, he doesn't even have his arms flailing around calling for the referee to, to deal with it in a way that you just know that so many of the Chelsea players would. What, what was the reaction at the time was that obviously none of us in the way and really saw the flick. But then it was mm. when you start to get in the messages going, you know, he didn't deserve it. And, you know, it, people were referring to it as almost Beckham World Cup 98. But it, it was far less. It was almost more frustrating to see a player sent out for that kind of well, there wasn't minor a good, There wasn't a good view of it, was there? None, even none of the camera angles showed it that, that well, particularly the, yeah. actual, the actual incident that led to him being sent off. Did you not find it strange, however, that at half-time, none of the Arsenal players went up to Costa, they didn't go up to the referee, and then Wenger just stood on the sideline, waiting for the referee, as yeah, if he was going to say something. And, and, and don't get me wrong, yeah. we hate it when teams yeah. surround the referee, say something to him. At the same time, you know we were saying, standing up for Koscielny. Why didn't anyone do anything at half-time? Why didn't Wenger say something? What's well, more important than that, though, it, I mean, I'll take your point, more important than that is, why didn't anyone pull... Um, d- c- Pull Gabriel away. There was, there was like, it went on for hours practically. They're, they're, the two of them having a go at each Pete, other. Well, Peter Cech initially did. Yeah, no, no, I know. I mean, after that though, after the, they were both booked, right? Yeah, they were both booked, and then they were carrying on having a go at each other. Clearly, and I was like dreading. I was like, something is going to go wrong, wrong, wrong here. And no one, certainly not our captain, or I thought, who then got sent off later. I thought he was. I thought he was. He should have definitely sorted something out. He's no captain, is he? I mean, whatever you think of him, Cazorla, I love him and everything. And I'd, actually, I think he's having a slightly weak season. But he was no way was he anywhere near being a captain of that team. We are joined joyously at this semi-late stage. Yeah. No, don't worry, don't worry, Ollie. Ollie's here, looking uh, resplendent in a lovely smart tie. tie. Yeah, Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Ollie, what's your? Bit, no. As you can tell, we're we're deep in <laughs> we're deep. In discussion of this of the various instances, what was your what was your general overview of events? Um, well, with regards to the sending off, I actually felt really sorry for Gabriel. You know, we've for years, um, you know, pe- the Arsenal fans have been complaining. Well, where's Martin Keogh? No, he would never let someone get away with that. And here he was standing up for his mate. Yeah, that's what, you yeah. Know, yes, he was silly. He was silly to then kick uh, Costa. Um, I actually think Arsenal, in some respects, they had a plan, which because the referee missed Costa's. Uh, punch and then slap and then scratch didn't work out you know Koscielny if you look at the clip just before he gets smacked in the face he's yeah. all over Costa which yeah. is clearly winding him up um, and actually you think yeah get, get under his skin rile him up a little bit he's sure to lash out which he did and if the plan goes you know if, if it's seen it looks like a great plan oh we got him sent off <laughs> totally backfired but then no, typical Arsenal fashion only we could manage to yeah. make our own plan backfire <laughs> like that well, isn't that, that? I mean, I take I take your point, but isn't, in, in a way, you could say the plan was just defending well against him. I mean, and which up until that point, he had been fairly ineffectual, hadn't he? I mean, you know, uh, Marina going on about he was man of the match. I guess he was saying he was man of the match because in the end, he's he in, to wind stoking up, the fire, yeah, stoking yeah, the fire. Up, but he wasn't playing that. But I didn't. He, it wasn't a particular threat, was it? He? He no, was and, and even I said I mentioned the other week. I went to see them play against Crystal Palace, and, and Delaney and Dan completely had him that day. They were really strong with him, weren't taking the nonsense, and and stood up to him. And if only we'd done that, and I think if we'd done that for ninety minutes, we could have taken something from the game. So in the end, even though you say um, that you kind of you feel sorry for Gabriel, but mm. actually, imagine, just imagine if he hadn't have done that one little thing. 
the hot history, you know, just yeah. ima- it would, you know, we could easily have got a draw. This whole, you just don't you think yeah. that actually, when it comes down to it, he must take a huge amount of blame. I think he? so. I mean, I wasn't at the game, um, so I was watching on TV, and, yeah. and BT were desperate to make it out as if, you know, after the game midweek for Chelsea, this was some sort of revival. They weren't playing well, and I think actually, although we weren't playing particularly well, away nil nil at half time at the Champions, yeah, you're doing okay, of course, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a just it so it, silly because yeah. it, it, it had been done you know and on interesting on one of the commentators I can't remember who it was it might have been who was on who was, who was, I was watching on BT Sport as well it might have been Ian Wright or someone said um, oh he wondered whether anyone before the game Wenger had said right you know this is how we're going to deal with Costa but um, Martin Keown said that he, he was told they had talked about it on one of his interviews, he said they had discussed it fully, like how the best, how they were going to deal with Costa in, in, in all different ways, exactly what he does on the pitch, his behaviour, all the things he does. And yet, so that was, it made it doubly ridiculous for Gabriel th- to fall for the whole, mm. sorry. I think that's completely true because one of the things that the Wenger did say in his, his comments immediately after the match were saying how often Costa does it, how this behaviour goes on and on every game and he shouldn't yeah. be allowed to get away with it. So clearly I think they had addressed it before the game and spoken about how you have to be tough and physical to deal with it. And I think Oli's almost right, you know. We've, and Koscielny was. Mm. did deal with it. Yeah. It was, it was this, the guy, you're, you're, you're saying it's good that he's in that, is coming to the defense of his, of his fellow player, but in the end, yeah, it's so. doing that, it's ended up ruining the yeah, whole bloody thing. So though. fans have been moaning for ages that we don't have leaders, we don't have players that stick up for each is other. That, is that really leadership? Yeah, I, I don't mean, think that's leadership. Yeah. I don't think that's leadership, I just think that's stupidity. It's leadership if you if you don't then lash out and get sent off like that. It's leadership up until that point. Yeah. It's like it's fine. That's leadership, but not to kind of. To yeah, get, I to think the, he went well. Clearly, he went. Uh, you know, the, the the kick. I mean, if anything, it's just stupid. If you're going to get sent off, I mean, just whack him. <laughs> yeah, there was him. an element. Don't punch him, kick him, and miss him in the I face. It, it's. A, yeah. you, I'm saying sometimes I, I mentioned earlier a few minutes ago. If you, if you if you're the last man and, and you need to say the point, you, you don't mind a professional power. Foul. That's the only ever time I'll let anyone around me to, like applaud an Arsenal player getting sent off. I just, you know, just riled, if, riled me. So can I just say about Kazula sending off? Yes. It's just ridiculous. He's one of yes. the most, he's got the captain's arm man on, one of the most experienced yeah. players in our team. And his girly little Moronic. smile when that, he's committed terrible. a blatant Shocking. yellow card foul when he's Awful. already on a booking from the first half. I mean, that, that's and ridiculous. Furthermore, uh, at 10 men we had a couple of chances at 1-0 I don't yeah. care 10 men you're yeah. in the game at 1-0 yeah. all you need is to get a free kick put yeah. the ball in the box you never know Cazorla is in my bad books at the moment I have to say I think he's just I think well, it's really annoying although Bod i got to say after the sending off showed uh, one of uh, Wenger's shortcomings such as that half time came Coughlin obviously got injured yeah. had to come off yeah you would have thought then, okay, we've got 10 men, brought on Chambers, but you should also bring on a holding midfielder. However, this once again showed, who do we have on the bench? Arteta. Of course, yeah. Is he good enough? No. no. Why don't we have anyone else? Yeah. I don't want to rehash what we've been discussing, yeah. but oh, that no, was Wenger's choice not to, not, to, uh, not to sign anyone during that, that time frame. And therefore, you then get run ragged because you've got yeah. no holding midfielders anymore. He obviously doesn't trust Arteta, and let's be honest, Arteta is no, so Oh, he was terrible it. in the last Yeah, he, yeah. he was awful. So, I mean, that is really on Wenger that we might have had a game plan but then when you have to change it there's no one to bring on you don't have a holding midfielder to bring on I think once you go down to 10 men obviously your your whole game change and your whole whole game plan and set up changes Ramsey on the right was starting on the right wing there's no reason why when you go down to 10 men you don't just say to him right you obviously don't need to be bombing up the wing or on the wing at all you fit in where Coquelin was so actually they still you didn't have to bring on Arteta you know, I think a lot of us feel more comfortable with Ramsey in the middle anyway. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. He wasn't brilliant yeah. on Saturday, Ramsey, was he? 
I thought I think he'd no. been a bit out of form. I think it's his yeah. time for a bit of rotation. Yeah, I mean we're not playing well in general. I probably uh, no. we could all go home now, but yeah. you know <laughs> we're but not I feel playing Ramsey's very well. the one that needs to come out of that team. We're not probably. playing well in general, but there was definitely like you know it was definitely not a disastrous performance until Look, even, the sending off. even Uri, Mister Negative on the last podcast said you know, it's not a disaster if you go away and lose at Chelsea. And I think all the more so because of the way we you know we played while it was eleven v eleven. You can't be. It wasn't in. But it was the most predictable result. I'm not sure it was the most predictable performance because it wasn't yeah. like we were beaten 10 minutes in and it conceded a silly penalty and, you know, missed you, easy You chance. say that, but I think what was predictable for me was the manner of the goals. You know, it, just because you, you have 10 like men, yeah. you don't mm. leave... If you're going to leave someone over, it shouldn't be Kurt Zuma. You know, leave... Yeah. Uh, but if Gabriel, if Gabriel had been on the pitch, yeah, but, he would have yeah, been defending that. There should be that. someone to think, well, yeah. Gabriel is oh, normally whole... on Kurt Zuma, who's going to move over? And equally, I guess, the, the corner kick against Zagreb, if there was, you know, poor from a set piece, that's, that's two very yeah. poor goals from set pieces in four days. The yeah. whole sorry saga of the game for me summed up, I mean, even though, on one level, you're right that it's not the end of the world, we're still ahead of Chelsea, you know, yeah. in the league, we're only And Man City didn't get further All of ahead. that, but that's fine. But in the bigger picture, surely, is this is yet another time where we cannot beat Chelsea, we can't beat one of our big rivals in a big game, we do stupid stuff that we ruin it for ourselves. And, you know, I mean, I absolutely despise Costa. I agree, he's a total scumbag, shithead, whatever you call it. Right, let me ask you this question. Now, this is interesting, because this kind of came up one journalist, a lot of journalists actually have written in the, in the kind of broadsheets, and one particular last night was saying, you know, oh yeah, everyone hates him, he's despicable, his behaviour is horrendous, but you all want him in your team. Do you, would you want him in, uh, to play for Arsenal? He's got four in 19 now in the league. Oh no, but I mean, but, oh yeah, but in, you know, last year, I think last yeah. year he was probably the main reason Chelsea won the title though. You know, he's out of form at the moment. I think, but do yeah. we think he's, assuming he goes back into form and is as good as he was last year, would you want him in your team? Or is his behaviour, are you actually t- saying that his behaviour is so despicable and we're taking such moral high ground that we couldn't imagine wanting him in our team? I wouldn't want him in my team. Um, personally, I think his form at the beginning of the season, last season, was just that, you know. It's only three, four years ago that Michu started the season brilliantly for Swansea. And when we hadn't bought a striker, he was the one we should have bought. You know, I don't even know where if he's playing now, let alone where he's playing. <laughs> Costa, Fabregas clearly started the season well last year. 2015, which is a fair period now, given that he's yeah. with a summer break. It's four in his last 19 games. You know, and I think this is why at the beginning of last season, he did get away with some of his antics. Because if you're scoring goals... You know, that's what you do as a striker. Yeah, but when you're just so. being a complete arse and you're not scoring goals, you're just an arse. Oh, but, but that's a different question then. So you're saying you don't want him because you don't think he's good enough or he's not. But if he is, if he is, maintains the scoring level of last year, then he would, would you he want would, him He would improve our squad, yeah, right. but I would not want yeah. him at Arsenal. Okay. I also, no? I, I'm with Oli on this actually. I would not. I would not want him at Arsenal. Just, I mean, you saw him yesterday. The guy is out of form. I know Mourinho was winding up Wenger at the end saying he was man of the match and all that. But in the first half, he ran past someone, got clipped. He goes down as if he's been shot, starts start smacking the floor. Do, do we really want that? If he was banging in every game <laughs> yeah. a goal, then fair enough. But he's not. Oh, we should also say he, waved, he, did, the, he did the wave in the mm. yellow card. Isn't that a bookable offence now? Yes, That's not allowed to ask So and he should have been when, sent when off When he had anyway. himself up. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about this bit when he was waving. Yeah, he waved the yellow card. He also, while we're getting into his whole catalogue of fucking unbelievable behaviour, he also, late on trip on Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, which was absolutely gratuitous, that's when Thingy took him off, when Mourinho took him off, even though he denied that he deliberately took him off. It's absolute bullshit, the whole thing. He was, oh, he's a complete and utter disgrace. I'm not, but I still think you'd want him instead of Giroud. Well, I do think... Wouldn't you? You'd want, he's better than Giroud. Boy, if he was scoring the goals... He's exactly like Giroud. He's exactly the kind of player, except he's better. I do agree that he's better than Olivier Giroud. And I think if we had him at, because he's at more the aggressive. Emirates and he was scoring goals week yeah. after week, yeah. I think maybe as football fans would almost look past his behaviour in a way that he's absolutely would. adored by Chelsea fans. I like to think we're above it. I like to think what we stand for as Arsenal Football Club and the, the high standards we set in everything that they try and do on and off the pitch. But I think there's a small reality there that if he was scoring enough goals to lead us to the title, people would forgive him. To open up it a bit, if Costa played for us, how would we play? How would we play into him? Well, same way we do when Giroud's playing. I think he's just a better Giroud. Yeah, he's a better Giroud. He's a more aggressive. He's he's not a back-to-goal player. Giroud, for me, is a back-to-goal player. Not as good-looking as Giroud. He's a hideous monster. (laughs) I think that's why he's so angry, because he's so hideous. He's one of the ugliest footballers, I think, there is at the moment. Absolutely absolutely repellent. But that's obviously slightly unfair. I'm no oil painter, but I'm just saying, it's an interesting psychology that he's such an angry man. But... I do think he he can play with his back to goal, but he can just do more. I mean, he can do he can do what Giroud does plus a lot more. That's what makes him better. Mm. He's definitely a better option. I mean, I I'm in two minds about it. On one level, I like to think I like to agree with you and think I would find it difficult to deal with how horrible he is. And there are some I did see some kind of you know what I would call civilized Chelsea fans on Twitter kind of finding it hard to defend his behaviour. But having said that, if he really if, if he played like he did last year. I don't know. If he is going to knock in goals right regularly, and, and he hasn't been sent off for five years, that's the other incredible stat, isn't it? Then you think, well, you just about deal with it. I mean, I don't know. Suarez was horrendous, wasn't he, often biting people and doing similar kind of stuff? Would you still want I don't, Suarez? Yeah, in I your don't team, think Costa's you? in the same league as Suarez, to be honest. It's the, it's, the, it's the snidiness of Costa that seems to make him, puts him on another level. Like, for me, like, Suarez was a, a, an idiot and did weird biting things and was threw himself around, but there's something uniquely snide about Costa for me that's what felt so unjust particularly and the behaviour Saturday sorry go go, going back to our to our own team because I think we're focusing now on Costa I know I'm much, fascinated by it. which him. is just that we started Theo up front and this is the the age old debate there was of, nothing wrong with that, that was of fine. course there was nothing wrong with that but I mean let's be honest if you look at it we'll never know if we if we would have got a point with 11 men but at the same time we are not good enough that is it that is it it's now 8 games against Chelsea in the league yeah, yeah. Again, with Mourinho Lost five, drawn three. We're just not good enough. And that's it. And I mean, Walcott, yes, he runs the lines well. He's got a bit of pace, but he's not a, hot, he's not a target man. He can't be the only striker up front. And what's going on with Alexis? He's a, he's a different he's player. Come yeah, he's come back too early. He's come back too early because we lost our first game. Yeah. And know, he was they, even they on the bench for that back, West Ham yeah, game. He was rushed in, I think. Um, oh, yeah. And we saw it last year. I mean, last year with Ozil and Mertzaka, they were actually given a few weeks off. But it just wasn't enough. And I think Alexis has definitely come back too early. Oh, completely. I mean, that's, there's no doubt, is there? Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're already... But they've only, well, we've only got 19, really, 19 fit first-team players. So we're already in a situation where... And that uh, absolutely proved in our game last week in Europe, where he played, he made six changes, and we were out appalling. Diabolical. So he can't. We're already in a position where players are fit looking jaded... And, you know, because they haven't had, like Alexis's case, they haven't had a full pre-season, or in other cases because they've just carried on playing, playing, playing. For me, like Cazorla, you know, and maybe, I don't know. There's a couple of players that feel like they're always, always picked. 
played sometimes played out of position, and they and they do look jaded. And yeah. I think it's like it's it's kind of depressing. And now that Coughlin's injured, we don't know how long oh, he's out for. So what are we going to do if 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 he is out because? You can't have Arteta in there. I mean, we've got, we've no. got tough games coming up. And even if well, it weren't tough, I'd still be worried with him in the middle. Yeah. I, I actually feel a bit sorry for Arteta. I think that game um, midweek last week, I think Wenger has himself said in the past, you don't change more than three or four players because it just upsets the team. He brought in, you know, I think it was, like you say, six players that changed? Or yeah, six. Players six. Yeah. Um, and it's just too much. I wouldn't say Gibbs is a bad player. I wouldn't say Debussy is a bad player. I actually of course they're not quite bad. like Arteta, but they haven't played for nine months and but you're Ar- shoving them all into the team but at Arteta once. Arteta shouldn't be anywhere near this squad. He's too, he's, he's not, what's the point? He's not, he's, he's no, there's no way. He's, done a br- he's been brilliant for us in that kind of you know, sideways passing mode I think for years and years and years. I mean, I've never been his biggest fan, I have to say. He's a, as we said last year, he was a lovely man. But um, I just think he should have been nowhere near. But he should, option, we, we should have enough... El- you know enough in our squad that he could play instead of Coquelin. He should be going to places like you know Leicester. No, we should have another player league. rather than yeah. to substitute for Coquelin Schneiderlin, who we didn't buy in the summer. That's who we should have as an upper option. Arsenal awesome knows. Yeah, so big, shake, an, big shake of the yeah, head. I'm, from I'm, I'm an Arsenal apologist. I'm afraid. Are you? I'm Josh it, on this. This is obviously like two defeats in a row, which is not that common. You know, any level for Arsenal, it's rare we go. Yeah, no. Aaron Ramsey said today was unacceptable. It, not as unacceptable as some of his recent are you worried it's going to be three? you worried it's going to be three well that would, yeah, well, it would be beyond depressing I think if we lo- I mean it's only on one level it's only the sh- whatever the cup is called what's it called now Capital One Capital One Capital, Capital, Capital one? one it's only the Capital One Cup so I don't really give a shit about it particularly but it would be depressing but you do because Obviously, Spurs, of course no? yes I'm, I'm about to say but yeah it's Spurs and it's like a third defeat and another I mean yeah I mean it's kind of it, 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 I think I certainly think I thought the defeat against Chelsea, which I thought was, which I thought would happen, I thought we'd lose or maybe scrape a draw. I think my official prediction was scrape a draw. But if we lost, I thought the Wenger would be under huge pressure. But we kind of got away with it because of the because of what happened. Whereas if we lose tomorrow, mm. if we play Wednesday. badly tomorrow, Wednesday. Oh, sorry Wednesday, yeah. And if he picks a kind of that, that B team again, if he picks Arteta, I can see it going oh, to shit. Then there will be big questions. But that's what I was going to ask. Does the fact we've lost that game and he hasn't been vindicated for all the changes in Zaga mean he now puts out a much stronger team than he might have done against? I, I think he's lucky in some respects with what happened because although I do think we were a little bit unlucky and you don't know what would have happened 11 v 11, he's got that perfect excuse now that, you know, there were the circumstances outside of his control. Excuse which is to do why, what though? To do, to, but well, then what, what does that mean for the team selection? I, well, personally, I think he should play a reserve team. I'd, I'd play the under 18s in the Carling Cup. But, I mean, <laughs> the I, entire under 18s. Seriously, I just don't, no. it's just not important. No. To you me. can't do I mean, that. It means too much to the not, fans. I don't think it means anything to the fans. Oh, I think any, any game at Tottenham does. Surely. I've been, I've been there when we, we got... Um, I was there when we got battered in the semi-final. If that's it, it, the 5-1? Yeah. 5-1, yeah. 5-1. And I've also been there when we won, I think, 4-1 in the end. In that's the different but, if we, but on the other hand, if we play I out... I think it always matters, I suppose. I think it, it's of course it matters, but if we play an obvious, any kind of really obvious well, B team... So you know what you're going to Well, get. so I just had a look, actually, because you remember we, we went out at the first opportunity last year when we were, lost at home to Southampton. I had oh, a look yeah. at the team yeah. that he played that day and it was Aspina, obviously wasn't in goal at the time. Isaac Hayden, Callum Chambers, Bellerin, Riziki, Diaby. That was, I think, possibly Diaby's last appearance for us. Probably. Wilshire, Coquelin, who wasn't playing at the time. Podolsky, who he obviously wasn't interested in. He played Sanchez mm. and, um, and then Joel Campbell. I think uh, it'll play. it was, I you think know, it... complete second string, really, and we I paid think... the price. I think it'll be second string. I think it'll be the team that played in Zagreb. Well, yeah, more or less. I agree. Less. Yeah, I can't imagine him playing the full first team. I just can't imagine it. It's isn't isn't it quite sad though, guys? And this is so Wenger that it's not even the end of September, and we already know 
what is going to happen this season that oh, we're course. going to put on a late run yep. come fourth get the normal fourth place trophy which soon we're going to lose actually when England only have three places in the Champions League we finished third we're last get, year by the way fair play but we're not coming third this year I think we are and then we're going to get knocked out in the second round having come second in the group Wenger is going to say it's been a good season it's so repetitive I agree so I have boring. a question for you I'm though, not on that topic yes. I, I agree with you Can we? by the way but I'm, I'm going to redo the bet double or quits on Man United finishing above us this season how about that so you bet last season 50 quid and you won fair enough fair enough but this season how about I think they'll probably will finish above us this season let me have a minute or two have a to minute think to think about, about that. that I'd have that on the other half and a link and a, and a linked question to that is Martial so I, I enter into or however you pronounce his name I'm, I'm saying Martial in an excessive Martial. French manner Martial um, I didn't seem to Twitter debate last night about him because I think he's clearly uh, it, yeah I don't know, he's only played three games or whatever, and he scored two games, three goals, yes. Don't look at me like that. I'm, it's an interesting topic, Josh. Did I mention Michu before? I did, is yeah. That, is now a good time? Or? Yeah, okay, so right. So, what, so this is my argument. At the end of the season, I know, th- by the way, it costs 35 million. People are saying 70 million, not whatever. 80 it could go million. up. I, I've read a bit it more around. It could go up. If no, it, it goes go up, up quite rapidly once he gets his first international cap, once yeah. he gets 10 goals If he goals turns out to be season. brilliant, they'll end up paying a lot of money for him. Well, who gives a shit? Good point. Fine. Good if he ends up to be shit, then they won't end up spending a lot of money for him. So that whole argument well, They've already spent a hell of a lot of money. They're already second in the league with him. He's already taking pressure off Rooney. He's clearly an excellent player. He's already showing more composure in front of goal than any of our strikers. I'm sorry... I think the people taking the piss out of Man U for signing him, spending that money, are ridiculous. And the whole, and it sums up a lot of Arsenal fans. They're so bought into this whole idea that we're financially responsible, we don't go out and make these ridiculous risks. That's the problem. We should take risks like that. We should absolutely take risks like that. And I'm saying here and now, deep down, deep down, Josh, and I include you, giving me that funny look, you wish we had bought him. Why would, what's the problem of buying him? Well, I wouldn't have a problem with him buying him, but we don't have a manager who would ever do that. There would be that. Well, that's not an argument. Irres- that's, no, of course we haven't. But that's the ridiculous well, thing. Well, it's not irrelevant because I can only talk about Arsenal Football Club in the, in the current state of affairs that we've got. And but we don't have a depressing? manager that would spend him like that. Well, isn't that a depressing thought that we've got a manager, you, we know him so well that he can't even conceive of taking that kind of risk? He's so, st- exactly. he's so stubborn, Wenger, isn't early. he? He wouldn't go out and spend the money. The only thing he's worried about is getting his nine million a year, keeping the status quo, making sure he gets in that top four. It's pathetic. It's too really early to Would say you have been happy if we'd have million on Marshall was a good time. 35 million. If we would have been happy if we'd spent that money on that plan. I, I wouldn't have wanted to sign Marshall, I have to be honest, Boyd. I wouldn't want to sign him. I would have wanted and to. And now you've seen out. him playing a couple of games? Listen, he's, he is playing well. I would like to yeah. us to have gone out and spent 60, 70 million on, on two players, but. Uh, but what, isn't, isn't that what Wenger's paid for? One of the what, things he's paid for is to buy players. And don't give me this, there's no one around because it's, it's just so boring. Okay, I, I will have the bet with you, Boyd. I've given it a couple of minutes still here. Okay. I do think, despite yeah. Man United being three points ahead of us, which is obviously, you know, advantage you in the table, <laughs> I will have Good. the bet with okay. you. So we're doubling your quid. So Excellent. come what may, it'll be 100 quid. Can I or say, nothing. Ollie, you can tell what you like. Yeah, I, I don't think it's fair to say that, you know, I don't buy this, no one was available. Man U, until Martial, and we'll have to wait and see on that, hadn't bought a forward. Chelsea haven't bought a forward. Man City got rid of two forwards, one of whom they bought exclusively in, in some respects so that we didn't get, Jovetic, a few years ago. That was pretty much the only reason they bought him and didn't replace, him. And didn't replace either of them. We clearly wouldn't have got them this time around. Who was available? You know, it's all well and good saying we want Benzema, but this isn't championship manager. The guy is playing well, we did every try week it. for Real Madrid. Why sources, would he come? Sources close to the club said we did try for ages and ages and ages to get him. Why, the, why did they bother then? What was the point of bothering with that whole thing and putting all your eggs in that basket if there then was no chance but of they, signing him? 
I think, well, like, I, you can't I, have, like for me, that theory kind of went both ways. Like, every, it seemed quite clear. There was no denial. There was a constant, obvious point we were trying to get him. You know, the journalists know, and they're giving the tip, we're definitely in for him. Well, if there was no, never any possibility of him leading, then why bother? It's kind of like the Suarez situation all over again. Like, we spent months and months and months obsessively going for him, clearly, obviously, desperately. And in the end, you, can't, you don't make it happen because you're not, either you're not prepared to pay the money that's needed or you don't, you, you're a wrong steer. It's all, it feels to me like incompetence, that you can't find one forward in the entire world of football and beyond that one any outfield player at all in the world of football to improve our squad you're really defending that position no I, I certainly think there are players that would Im- improve our squad I don't think they're the ones that have one good season at Southampton or you know one good season in La Liga you know you've got to take a risk haven't you I mean this one good season thing you say you've got to take a risk but if we've done it before why not now we've done say it we've we 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 spent we money bought, on terrible players who did one good season or one good World Cup we've, we've done it all the time why now suddenly Benzema yeah where would we come uh, we would we'd challenge for the league. But where agreed. would we come? We would challenge for the league. But we'd come I don't care. Third or fourth? No, we'd challenge. We could come second. We'd um, challenge. That, what ca- we would that have come third is. or fourth because the issues with our team is not so much the, the players. And as much as I, I hate him, I sort of, in some respects, I agree with Mourinho that looking at the players we've got, sometimes you do think we should do a little bit better. It's the way they're set up. It's the way in the big games. We have too many occasions where we say it's one of those games, and it's always the big games. And you can always put it down to some incident within the game, but it happens every time. So who's always that? Well, then it's Wenger. <laughs> but then what I'm saying is, if you buy Benzema, yeah, it doesn't matter because Wenger is still managing him, and he'll put him out on the left wing or is. Oh, boy, I think boy, we didn't sign Benzema. We got to move on. We don't have, blame have, me. I, I, I didn't just bring him up. To, I just I think we got to move on. Let's go. <laughs> I, don't, I think Gillard is, is written off our season too early. And I said this to you last week, boy. I'm not convinced that it is no better than fourth. I think we could even come second relatively easily. I, I think only Man are City you have me a significantly now? better okay, team Okay, here's my us. question to you, but to everyone. Are you telling me how you seriously think we're going to challenge for the league this season? I don't, challenge, I don't, seriously. I don't Josh, just what, give the answer. All right, give the answer. Yes or no. It's a very straightforward question. Define challenge. Oh, well, all right. That after, uh, cr- after Christmas, we will have a reasonable chance of actually Within how many points? Within it by Christmas? I don't know. Even five, four or five, something like I that. I think we'll be within six points by Christmas. Six. I think we'll end up about six points behind the champions. All right, well, my feeling, uh, it's simple to define. My feeling is it will be exactly the same as Gillard's saying as it has been for the last ten years, where you know pretty much that we haven't got a chance. You know, or in fact, there's been the occasional season where you've kind of grasped onto the possibility that maybe we have. I don't think it'll even be that. I'm pretty convinced by Christmas time we'll be. Just, no one will think know. we've got it a depends. chance. If one club, run, if Man City run with it, run away with it, but I don't think we will be that far off where United. And I seriously United think I know people are going to take Chelsea. the piss. I seriously think if we'd have had one, but one player, whether Schneiderlin no, or Mar- even Marshall, these things boost the whole team. They give the team a boost. That's what people don't understand. It's not just as simple as you know. Oh, Wenger's going to be playing in the wrong position. Buying a big player, it gives, it puts everyone on their toes. We've got a whole team. You can just sense it. I think even when we play quite well, where there's a complacency, there's a, they all know they're going to get. You know, all our players that are out of form know they're going to get picked week in week out. I think that's more because of injuries. I think if everyone's oh, yeah, fit, you know, we not had big injuries. No, but, you know, three, four that's years ago, Wilshere was conceive. a shoe. You know, Wilshere was a shoe in. Now I think a lot of people wouldn't put him in your first eleven. The other thing I would say is the last two years we've gone out and bought these big signings that lift your team. Yeah. We've come fourth and third. Yeah, but because we need one more, one or two more, then we can actually change for that. You have to keep doing it. You have to keep speculating and accumulating. You don't just stop. No, you sure, know, but I think thing is done. Every, every, year, every year for the last few years we've said we're one or two away, and every year we then And say, every year we don't sign the two, or... we sign the one... 
You the one more player, and he keeps not buying. Why is that exactly? You're exactly right. It's his fault. It's Wenger's way or no way, as we all know. And I also think actually that after the game, Mourinho's comments about with these players, we should be doing that. Arsenal should be doing better. Great squad. I think that's a sly dig in him saying what quite a few Arsenal fans believe, which is that with a manager like Mourinho, we actually would challenge for the league. Then it's not one more. Then it's not we're one or two short with Wenger. Well, with Wenger, with Wenger, it definitely is, and Wenger yeah, is I mean, the, is the root problem at Arsenal. We can, we can agree to disagree. On I it, mean, it does feel almost like you're agreeing with that. I, that Wenger well, is the root I, problem. I, you're yeah, saying no matter who we buy, I'm very he's still incapable. Yeah, no, I, you are, at least you're admitting you're. Oh no, completely. I would I would certainly say I would never say Wenger out. I think if Wenger left, would be more likely to drop out of the top four or three if it may become that in a couple of years but we'd also be more likely to win the league. Well, it depends who the manager is, I think. Whoever it is, anyway, because have which, the, the okay. style would change. While, while I, while I uh, mentioned some very important matters dream team. about the Dream Team, any idea what points I've got? Yes, <laughs> oh, I've, I've got exactly the knowledge of your team. I'd like to know. I've looked since... Theo's like, dad is yeah. the name of Boyd. Theo's dad's name of my team, got, yeah. Um, 126 points in oh, total. Sounds good. Uh, you had points from uh, Rodwell this week. Oh, I see. Uh, Diego we were, Costa. We were meant to buy Rodwell a few years ago. Right? Oh, not this week. This is in total. <laughs> Sorry, your top scorer this season is Diego Costa. Ironically, after all your moaning <laughs> about him, your fantasy league team's top scorer is Diego Costa. Um, wow. You're 98th in the footballistically Arsenal dream team. I'm 84th. Wow. Um, I can't believe you two not joined yet. Yeah, right, you two. Yeah, t- got tonight to- we're joining. We're joining. Go to www.doomteamfc.com, register a team for free, then join our league by entering the pin number 8394930, and there's a signed shirt to a player picked out randomly, and lots of prizes throughout the season. And we've also signed up with Labrooks to bring you exclusive betting odds and offers that we've wrangled out of them. Follow the links on the description to this podcast, that Arsenal podcast, or our Facebook page and Twitter feed. And for starters, there's a free bet of up to £50 for you when you click on the link and enter the promo code LAD50, which um, Chaz comically pointed out sounds like a, um, a, tin- a grinder profile, LAD50, but it's not. It's just the code. It's just the code. <laughs> yeah, don't get confused, listeners. We're all we should, lads. Here. And we should congratulate Tim West, whose team are currently leading the football list oh, of the Arsenal Dream Team. Well done, Tim. Can we know his points. team? Seriously, what is his team? Yeah, I is can. That- That's one of the wonders of the Dream Team, if it's anyone good. wants to join. And be can, thinking. So okay, got, his team is Peter Cech, right. Lauren Kishoni, oh, yeah. Skirtle, oh. Danny Blint, who has a lot of points, 40 points. I think I've got Skirtle in my team. Darmian, 13. Uh, Silva, Depay, De Bruyne, Gomez, Giroud, and Wayne Rooney. And that mm, is his team. team. That team would be um, I, know, I know Mike <laughs> Maxwell, who's uh, yeah. coming second at the moment. So uh, good luck, Max. Uh, Mike, yeah. Well, anyway, I think we've, we've come to, to predictions. Well, there's there two games. Else? We haven't even mentioned the fact we're playing Leicester next weekend, oh. which is a very difficult game for oh, yeah. a team oh, massively yeah. informed. Oh, yeah, that's true. They're third in the league or something. Fucking hell. Yeah. West, Ham, like, it's West Ham and Leicester in the top four. Yeah, which is why we're going to come third or second. Don't worry, Boyd. Okay. Can't wait okay. to take another anyway, 50 pounds. Anyway, um, is there anything else we need to say about the whole... Um, that we've done the Diego Costa. Look, uh, you know, we, we've lost a Chelsea. Can we just mention Zuma said today that he was a cheat, but then he's now backtracking, but I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, it's anyway. not the biggest disaster and there's too yeah, much right, negativity as always Predict- so, predictable as predi- always well talking of predi- I do however think we're going to lose at Spurs I'm afraid do you yeah, yeah. By, what's the score going to be 2-1 uh, ok I'll go 2-0 to Spurs Ollie 2-0 uh, to Spurs god this is 
I say be the optimist. No, 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 no. It's going to be. I think it's going to be three one. It's got to be done on the night, right? So it goes to penalties. There's no. Yeah, absolutely. Thank God. Why you? I mean, I don't. I still say I don't give a shit about that. Fancy Callum Chambers staying up for the fifth penalty? Not quite. Go on, Callum. Uh, he did okay for a couple of minutes when he came on. He managed oh, to yeah, get he was books. Right, that was he? amazing. Oh, yeah, that, yeah he did. Yeah. He did what? Oh, he managed by that, to get books again. By that stage, Mike <laughs> Dean was like, well, yeah. he could do yeah. anything. He did get books. And then Swat. we got uh, Leicester. Leicester, Saturday 3 o'clock. Is that another 3 o'clock kickoff? It is a Saturday 3 o'clock. A rarity. A rarity. In calendar. Um, yeah, what do you think is going to happen, Josh? Draw. Oh, God. One all. God, I'm usually... Kind of Leicester. Oh, we're at Leicester, aren't we? Yeah, sorry, from, yeah. I thought we were at home from it. Jo- Josh is turning. He's turning. He's, he's getting I'm very yeah. anti Wenger. It's, it's, he's finally seen the light. Eight years too late. But yeah. he's now jumping onto the bandwagon yeah. of. Arsenal. Why didn't he sign Martial? He'd be screaming. Oh, when, when, the mic, when we turn I've, the mic off, I've just said here, boy. Arsenal finished by Man United. I also think, Gillard, if you want to have fourth and below, I'll take third and above, and we can have a, a separate bet on that. I'm absolutely calm. We'll finish above. Um, you know, I think we'll finish above Man United. I, I think we say, could finish above Chelsea. Yet this Arsenal Spurs game is taking place on Yom Kippur, isn't it? Well, it's just actually a, a minute for, for aficionados oh, of Yom okay. Kippur. The fast, the twenty-four hour fast, goes out a couple of minutes before kickoff. So oh, okay, so it's um, all right. But can you can't really get to the ground? Well, it depends. I mean, how the two teams with the biggest Jewish following in the country are playing yeah. each other essentially on Yom Kippur. That's pretty bad timing. Yeah, isn't it? and well, the, the only man that really needs to be repenting for his sins, Mister Wenger, unfortunately, is no. It's Mike <laughs> Dean. We know where to be seen in synagogue, so uh, it's a bit of a problem. Arsenal has nothing to repent for. Mike Dean has a lot to repent for. He should be the one. A lot uh, of people have a lot to repent for from Saturday. <laughs> It was a huge... Thank God the day of repentance is here. Or tomorrow. Slash perfect, Wednesday. Perfect yeah. timing, yeah. Um, but what's going to happen against Leicester? Leicester, I think 3-1 Arsenal. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay, I've got, I got a theory about these smaller teams. Well, one... I think Leicester, their luck's got to run out. If you look at when mm. small teams beat big teams... What happens yeah. to them next week? The amount of times we've lost a silly game, you watch that team next week, always lose. Any Leicester fans listening, I'd be uh, yeah. thrilled. A description of them as a small team. What did team. you say is going to happen, boy? Um, I think it's going to be... What do I think it's going to be? Uh, two all. Two all. I, I, was going two, I was going two all oh, as well. Sorry. Followed I by... snatched two all from you. Followed by them, I think we got United the week after. So, yeah. uh, well, we will have be, a podcast between Could be then a bad... Yeah, but by then oh, you'll, you're you'll be already. really Wenger out, Landon. No, I won't be. Absolutely no. Nonsense. Anyway, more importantly, please support me in my campaign to get my vouchers to be used by the uh, Arsenal Armoury. I'd like to use them in the Armoury. Have you heard back quid. from them yet? No, Mark Ganella's not been in touch yet, but oh, I think with a wave of support from any of the uh, Twitterati out there, um, we can yet get this done. I, pr- I will buy a gift with that £6 for the podcast that we will give away as a prize. I think that's the honourable thing to do. Oh, that sounds good. Okay. That's what a... can you buy for six quid? Well, do you think? Probably a signed, like a signed photo of Wenger. Or yeah. or I'll Wenger. buy one of Arteta because he's a lovely man. Yeah. You get a signed photo of um, Costa from the uh, Chelsea, Chelsea store. store. What, to nice. put on the Arsenal dartboard? dartboard? Yeah. It's a good idea. Tear it up. Okay. Burn it. Okay. You could sign the petition, the uh, Mike Dean. Um... He's probably on more than. He's probably on seventy thousand by now. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much. Yes. Um, to Gilad, Ollie, and we'll be back. And Josh, a no, week on Thursday, so just a few days ahead of the Manchester United game. Exciting times. Thanks very much. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.